Now, from the Mousecapade Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Brad, Kaylee, and Joey. We pray that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 689, and you are listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you on just about any budget. It only takes a $200 refundable deposit to hold your reservation. Text mom for a free quote at 636-395-0544. So if you haven't been listening in a while, this is the third episode of our Christmas trip to Disney World. It will be our final episode on this, but we left off last week on the second part at Hollywood Studios. I'm going to let Kaylee recap where we were so that you know where we left off and we'll go from there. So last week we left off in Hollywood Studios. We had just talked about how we saw Indiana Jones. We briefly discussed our confusion and just possible reasons as to why Beauty and the Beast might be social distancing their cast way more than Indiana Jones has to. Fact is, we still have no idea. We just kind of were bouncing some ideas around. It was making us curious. So after Indiana Jones is where we are going to pick up this week. We are still in Hollywood Studios. We covered a lot of ground that day on our trip so the next thing we did was went over to Toy Story Land for our next lightning lane which was Toy Story Mania and the posted wait time for this was 45 minutes but we did use our lightning lane pass for this and we ended up only waiting 10 minutes which that's a significant drop in wait time so I mean that was worth it to us I think to not have to stand in that definitely that, that ride is always fun. I've loved that ride since the very first time that we rode it. I don't know. It just is a fun carnival game-like ride. And my mom really enjoyed it too, from what I could tell. She did say that um, her hand was tired, which is funny because last night when I was talking to a client, they said the same thing about riding Toy Story Midway Mania, that your hand is like cramping when you're done riding it. So after we were at Toy Story Midway Mania, we were checking out the Genie just to see where things were. And we decided to take my mom to Muppet 3D Vision because everything else, as we had told you earlier in the episode last week, that there was a lot of things that were down or the things that were up were humongously long waits. And that is a downside to Hollywood Studios versus some of the other parks. So we took her to 3D Muppet Vision and uh, she really liked that. That thing never gets old. She loves 3D. I don't think that I ever remember this. Maybe I've never seen 3D with my mom. I was trying to think back on that because I don't know if you guys watched, but she literally was trying to touch the things when they were coming at her. Yeah, it's almost like a almost like a little kid does. I was kind of afraid she was going to just grab the person's head in front of us. <laughs> Well, like that one part where that bird comes all the way out, like she reached out like she was really going to be able to touch it. And I was like, she does know that this is just an effect, right? I really love how they just poke that entire show just pokes fun at using 3D effects, like how a lot of them are gimmicky and and how the bird's like, all these people think I'm talking to them, but I'm really talking to you. Right. So that was really cool. 
there wasn't much for us to do left in the park before we went to our Lightning Lane Smugglers Run. So we walked over where Pizza Rizzo was, which by the way, guys, I did find out Pizza Rizzo is back open. They just have limited hours. They're more of like 11 to four. They're like a, the lunchtime rush place. I'm not saying it's gonna stay like that forever, but that's what it is currently. That's why they weren't open because we were wondering why there were several tables available for us and we found a table and we just had some chill out time. I think I edited some pictures, edited pictures. I'm not sure what you guys did. We just kind of hung around. It had been a long day. We were kind of tired. At this point, we'd already been to four days of park, so it was starting to catch up with everybody, I think. Definitely. Well, after that, we probably chilled. I'd say it was probably a good, like, 40 minutes, 30 to 40 minutes. And then it was time to go over to Smuggler's Run, and we did end up going over early. We know that there is about a 10-minute grace period on your Lightning Lane passes, because we had a dinner reservation that we were trying to catch at one of the neighboring resorts to Hollywood Studios. And we were cutting it kind of close. And if you remember from last week's episode, if you listened, we had to just take this smuggler's run slot because there were almost none left by the time we were trying to get one that morning. So we took it and we were like, we're just gonna test the grace period and see if it works. So we ended up scanning in about 10 minutes before our lightning lane technically started and we were let in so it does have a grace a grace of 10 minutes on the front end at least we didn't try earlier and i'm not sure if it goes further than that but i'm too scared to try it i 10 minutes was fine i was pretty sure that it was only five minutes that we did it but i'm not 100 percent sure it was oh then it was five my mistake i forgot maybe it's 10 minutes on the back end maybe that's what it was that there's 10 minutes on the back end of your reservation i believe so it's five but there is a little bit of a grace period and the wait time at this point was 65 minutes and we only waited 21 minutes so we did get on that we were kind of worried about grandma and dad because they don't do super well on these kinds of rides but they ended up being fine i think because the technology has like amped so much if you think about the other Star Wars ride, which Joey, can you help me out with the name? What the Star Tours, yeah. Star Tours, that one, the technology is just so old. And that I remember doing that one of our first trips and it made me sick. But I think this ride, it does make me still feel kind of wonky. And there were certain parts of it, but I think because it's so much more realistic, it doesn't make me feel as off as the older stuff did, which was not as real but trying to mimic real effects. And so I think grandma actually really enjoyed this more than I thought she was going to. She took her job very seriously. Yeah, I do want to give some credit to Star Tours. It is it is from like, I'm pretty sure from early to mid eighties is when it came out. So you gotta, gotta give it some credit. It's not, it's still going pretty strong, I guess. It's It was not great though. You would think though that couldn't they update that? I mean, I know it would be costly, but with a ride like that, it'd be hard to update you. It would be more of a whole, an entire redesign. Oh. They need to use this opportunity to turn it into something else because it's not within Galaxy's Edge. And they could turn it into something else at this rate because they've got Smuggler's Run and Rise of the Resistance now that they could dedicate it to something else. The problem is, um, since uh, Star Wars Land is set in the sequel era, you don't get to see any of like the original characters as they were in the original movies in that area. 
So whereas like you get to see like C-3PO and R2-D2 and Star Tours and stuff like that, you don't get to see them in ah. Star Wars land because they're all the new characters. And honestly, Kaylee, they're all spread out because if you think about it, Launch Bay is over by Disney Junior Dance Party. That's true too. Which I'm not sure why or they didn't know they were going if uh, they didn't know they were going to have Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at that point or whatever, but I do. I think both those areas could be created into something else. I know what Joey's saying, but with the money that they've spent on that land, I think that they should just adapt in the older characters as well so that, I don't know, I just think they could do that a little bit better. I thought Smuggler's Run was very good. I had never written that. I didn't know if Mom and... I think Mom and Kaylee had written it before. Yes, we've done it before. Yeah. I thought that was really fun. Uh, it was very immersive. It was Kaylee's second time as a pilot. Still just as bad, everybody. No worries. I was a gunner, and I wasn't any better at that this time than I was the last time. But by the end of the ride, we didn't go negative, so... True. That, true. So I guess I improved, because the first time, I was negative. So after that, we had to do the mad dash to try to make it to our reservation at the Beach Club, which is where Cape May Cafe restaurant is. But while we were chilling in Rizzo's, Joey has decided that Rise of the Resistance was more important to him than food. Now, after he rode Rise of the Resistance, I think he went back to food is important to Joey. But regardless, he decided to give up his spot at the restaurant, Cape May Cafe, and try and wait at Hollywood Studios for the opportunity to ride Rise of the Resistance. So Joey got in line and we went on to, to a friendship boat to catch the friendship boat to get to the Beach Club Resort so that we could get to our reservation. It was very close. And if you didn't know, there's about a 15 minute grace period on the back end of your reservation. Keep in mind, again, it was the fourth day. We were pushing it with my mom and with ourselves trying to get there, but we thought we could do it. So we got on the friendship boat time was ticking away you don't realize but how much time you spend just getting there in that short distance so when we got to the swan and dolphin kaylee was really sweating it because we were like one minute from our reservation and we still had to ride the boat over to the boardwalk or ride the boat to the beach club and get out and walk and so she's been really exercising a lot and i knew she was more in shape and i said do you want to walk across the boardwalk and see if you can get to the reservation? And she looked at me and she goes, do you think I can? And I'm thinking, uh, you're faster than this boat for, for sure. So I'll let Kaylee talk to that part. Well, I just got off and I started walking. There was really nobody. It was not like the parks. So there was nobody to kind of dodge. Like in a park, you have to really like weave in and out of people. But since I was just getting off at the Swan and Dolphin crossing over to the boardwalk. Like I just was making like a mad dash. So I was practically run walking the entire way from the Swan and Dolphin to the beach club. And at one point it just became a competition because I saw their boat leave and I was like, I'm beating this boat. Like I did not just do this <laughs> to not beat this boat. So I ended up beating them by probably like between five and 10 minutes. So it was worth it because I got there and I was out of breath. And the girl was so nice because I was like, we made it. And she was like, you did take a breather kind of thing. And so we were fine. This was the first time we had done Cape May Cafe since the pandemic. 
so it was a family style rather than buffet style which was different but i honestly didn't mind that i'm not somebody who really loves buffets where like you have to go up and stand all near these people you don't know and then like you might bump into somebody and there's a mess if you drop something like i hate all that so i kind of like the whole idea of just bringing it to the table and i really enjoyed the food so something that's different at cape may when they did the family style which they brought you like the fishy side and they brought you the turf side like surf and turf is is kind of how they served it but when you have the buffet you always have crab legs on that buffet this time they offered for you to pay for them per pound and i had really been looking forward to crab legs and i had told my mom we were getting crab legs and so we went ahead and did go ahead and and get a pound i just asked the lady can we start with a pound of crab legs and then if we decide we want more and she's like oh sure absolutely so we did that and i think that that was a really wise choice so actually the crab legs and the shrimp are the only things that i really remember from that meal but i know that's mostly what i ate do you our dad remember anything other than that that you guys were really really liked well they had those potatoes there which like i i always forget what the i think those potatoes have a name Aren't they gold Yukon? I think so. I, they might be called Yukon potatoes, but I always forget. And they had the lobster mac and cheese. That was the thing that when we tried it, I was like, I think this is what Joey would be sad that he missed out on. But since he didn't try it, like... it's, it's It definitely sounds like something I really would have enjoyed, but I'm still... I'll get to my opinion on whether or not I should have skipped the dinner in a moment. Yeah, and so honestly... I loved the dinner, like mom's saying, but the desserts were so good. Like the little dessert sampler platter they brought was so good, which honestly, at all the restaurants that were family style, the desserts they brought were out of the park for me, which sometimes I love the Disney desserts, but that's usually like not the hard hitters for me, but the desserts this time were all so good. The little shot size desserts. Right, little, just two bites those were all so good well i just it kaylee's right even not in a pandemic you're always worried you're going to run into somebody and then people get mad at you if they if you pass them but sometimes they're taking a really long time to decide which crab leg they want to grow you know like they're picking through the crab legs to pick which ones they want and or they have two kids with them and they're trying to fill their plate it can i understand what you guys are saying about the buffet the thing i like about it is I got to pick it and the one thing they had a really good salad but if you remember guys there's they have an incredible salad bar which I know is really what not why I should be going there but I love the different salads they've always had and they just had the one salad yeah I think the other thing for me is that when it's family style you have to like think about what you want them to bring more of and it takes more time so there's more time sitting there to let the food settle to decide like True. do I actually want more like am I actually hungry for this or is it just sounding good right. because at a buffet you can just be like okay I want more and you go get up on your own and go get it but then that last trip might put you over the edge kind of thing which I mean honestly it's Disney so I ate over the edge most meals anyway even with it just sitting in front of us but yeah I could control myself a little better because I couldn't just keep going up for more true so I think we've gotten better about that anyway, though, is trying to, ju to judge because we ate buffets a couple times and I did not. There were times that I thought, oh, I really want more of this. 
But then my mind said, no, you really don't because you're going to pay for it later. So that's what I had to weigh out. So while we were sitting there, Joey was letting us know what was going on, which we're going to let him talk about in a second because it's a completely different story because we weren't with him. But we thought he was going to have to take an Uber, but we end up getting finished about the same time. So, Joe, I'll let you go ahead and talk to the Rise of the Resistance and Joey Black. I believe it was about 820 when I got in the line. It was posted at 220 minutes. So I walk through the queue and I get up to the next people in line. I had started the timer and everything. For, for the first 40, 45 minutes of waiting, we moved about 20 feet. And every single bit of that was from people that were just leaving the line that were deciding, you know what? I don't want to wait in this anymore. Now I was fully prepared to wait the 220 minutes, which would have, I did the math, would have put me in about midnight when I got off the ride. And I, and I was thinking, I'm like, I, I really doubt that they're going to have this ride running till midnight. Like, I just have this feeling. And sure enough, at um, at five minutes till close, I guess all the slots had been used up for Genie Plus. And then the line started moving extremely quickly, which is further proof that the need for Genie Plus is kind of self-fulfilling. Like, if they took away Genie Plus, it kind of wouldn't be needed. But that's a different story. We finally, so I finally get through this line. I only waited 65 minutes to get to the first part of the ride because it's, it's really like three rides, like, and then you, and then you do end up waiting in the line again later, but because it's, I wouldn't really call it a pre-show. I definitely would say that the ride had started after 65 minutes, but like you ride like this kind of bus, like it's like a, it's a, like it's not a bus. Obviously, it's themed after after Star Wars, but it was a. It was something interesting, I will say. Uh, a very immersive experience, and I would definitely say, even if I could go back, I didn't even know they had lobster mac and cheese at that restaurant. If I could go back and change my decision, I would not. That ride was amazing. So is that your top all over Disney World now? Um, I would I would definitely have to ride it again, because I'm definitely biased towards it, because it's a new ride. Uh, it definitely beat out Mickey and Minnie's for me, and I, really, and I thought that was really good, too. <laughs> it definitely beat out Remy's for me. Base Mountain is the contender that I'm not 100% sure it might not be out space mountain really wow that's saying a lot well that was the end of the hollywood studios day a very long productive day i would say and actually it wasn't the end oh it was the end in disney world but then joey decided he did need food and the only place open at that time of night would be white castle so we found this amazing white castle i won't drag this on too long but i think we were in line in the drive-thru for like an hour there was no way to get out of the line because once you got in that line you were in that line and it was crazy at first we just thought oh it's just a little slower but holy smokes but he got his white castles and he was fulfilled and we headed back to our condo to prepare for our last or for their last day in florida but our last park day day seven started we had already decided like we had done four park days at this point we were tired and so we had already decided we weren't going to get there right at park open like we did on day one so we got there around 10 ish and we did end up splurging for genie plus on this day as well because we wanted to make sure we got to do all the rides that we didn't do on the first day we were there in magic kingdom so when we first got there we actually took pictures along main street because we really didn't do that on the first day not very much at least so we got lots of pictures along main street we ended up taking some pictures for some families as well i guess we look like an approachable family because multiple of us like at different occasions all throughout this trip got asked to take different pictures for people and so that's kind of good, I guess, that we look approachable. Uh, and But our first real thing we did here 
was eat at Sleepy Hollow. So that morning when I was getting ready, I knew that we wanted Sleepy Hollow because we had been wanting those Nutella waffles. Mom and I had wanted them. And so we wanted to be able to eat there, but that line can get really long. Like we've been talking about in the last two trip reports, you can order on the app ahead. But I decided I actually wanted the chicken waffle because I always get the Nutella one. So the cool thing about the app is if you can split the time right, if there are people in your party that want the Nutella waffle, you can do that. And if there are people who want the chicken waffle, you can do that. So I got the time slot of 1040 to 11 for mom and Joey. So they got the Nutella waffle with fruit. And then I got the time slot 1105 to 1130, which is when their lunch starts for myself and grandma and dad and then we got the chicken waffle so we were both we were all able to eat together but then eat the different things and swing it that way i thought it was interesting because my mom says she does she likes hazelnut but she doesn't like nutella she just kept telling us i don't like nutella i don't like nutella but then she took a bite and she's like that's not nutella and we were like yes this is nutella and we had it earlier in the week too on something and she tried to tell us that's not nutella we're like well this is nutella we don't know what you ate but apparently was not nutella and so she really liked it and i think she would have got it had she have known and i think we've talked about this before but just in case we haven't they put blueberries, strawberries and bananas on the nutella waffle but we asked for them to be put on the side because Joey and I were just going to switch. Joey didn't want blueberries and I didn't want bananas. We were just going to switch them, but they didn't end up giving them to us on the side. I think they put extras of the other kind of fruit on there, which is also fine. So after we did this, we ended up splitting up because we got a lightning lane for Joey and I later in the day to do Space Mountain, but mom, dad, and grandma were not gonna ride Space Mountain because that's a little intense for all of them. So they were able to get a lightning lane for Haunted Mansion. So they went and did their Haunted Mansion lightning lane because it was earlier than our Space Mountain one. So while they did Haunted Mansion, we went and did some other things, Joey and I did. Their, their Haunted Mansion wait at this point was posted 60 minutes and with their lightning lane pass, they waited 15. So it did cut down the wait significantly, especially if you go back or if you think back to our first trip report, it cut down that wait significantly where we waited about 50-ish minutes, 45-50. And Joey and I just kind of hung around and took it easy. Like we walked behind the castle, we took some pictures, we ended up doing Phil Harmagic which we did the first day, but we did it again. And we were like, it'll give us a chance to see the new Coco scene again. And so we did that. And by the time we were out of there, mom and grandma and dad were already done with their lightning lane because it was so much faster. And we took pictures too, in front of the haunted mansion, except for grandma wanted hers in front of that buggy. So I took pictures of her in front of the buggy because she wanted them. Then we met up at the under the sea voyage of the little mermaid. Or did we have a lightning lane for we that? We did, we ended up using our next lightning lane for all five of us to ride this just because we were like well we paid for genie plus we need to use it as much as we can even if it's on things that don't typically have a super long wait although this one was posted 30 minutes at this point which honestly this ride just has a ridiculous queue to walk through that's very windy even when the line is not long so just to walk through even the lightning lane, we waited two minutes and that was purely just to walk through the queue. Then we took Joey, I mean, we took my mom because Joey wanted to show her the big top area. So I'll let Joey talk to that because he just thought that was important that we show my mom, even though we really don't go ride anything in the big top area. Yeah, I mean, it really, the area is not like, it's not been a long lasting area in our top favorites of places to go in Disney World. 
but I thought she would like that theme, the theming in that area, and um, I figured we just we should at least just take her over there just to get a look at it. We kind of we kind of sat down, and hung out over there while we were waiting for something else to do, just to take a break. Oh, that's right, because she made friends with the family, as she does. So after the big top, we headed to Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, which is a favorite of ours. Typically because Brad usually gets chosen as that guy or he has to dance or something. Uh, he did not get chosen, but it was posted as a 15 minute wait. This one was actually longer than the posted time. It was 21 minutes, which is interesting because most things were padded pretty well. We had some, a couple that were right on. This one went over. Uh, I think my mom really enjoyed that. There were some corny jokes and of course, Brad, I, like I said, Brad didn't get chosen to be that that guy or dance or do anything and none of our, the rest of our party did which is interesting because we've been back a few times now for a while it was every time we went i felt like brad got chosen for something and kaylee got chosen one time too for a shirt she had on well the holiday overlay in this i think is more extreme than it used to be i think they do even more holiday stuff than they used to so i think that kind of makes it cool that if you're if you gone at a time other than christmas and then you do get to go at christmas just know that it is a different experience so don't kind of pass it off and be like well we've done that before or like if you've got time to do it i would do it again because it it's always different anyway it's kind of off-putting they didn't they updated some of the lines to be holiday theme but they didn't update the animation so the like the animation the animated people are still saying the words from before with their mouths but the words coming out are different yeah so it, lo it looks really weird a little off-putting well, after this, we toddled on over to Carousel Progress because it was right there and it was something we wanted grandma to do. We were like, hey, we're going to sit and it's air conditioned. That's cool. It was starting to get busier in the park at this rate. It was starting to be like midday, starting to get a little toasty. So we went over there. She loved that. We pretty much knew no surprise she was going to love that. Always great for a nap if you have little ones too. I think she, I think she took a little nap. <laughs> I think she watched more of it than you thought. It's just hard when you're go, 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 and then you sit for 20, 25 minutes and get still, you fall asleep. I mean, it just happens. And it's dark and it's air conditioned. Oh, I was so comfy. Like those chairs are old and uncomfortable, but I was comfy. They're still more comfortable than a folding Considering chair. Considering those chairs are as old as they are and they're as beat up as they are, they're they're not bad, especially for how sh like how short of a period you're sitting there. That's true. Like, they never get terribly uncomfortable. Where do we go next, Brad? We went to People Mover, my favorite. This is always a good one. So it kind of lost something for Joey because it stopped three times, right? Yeah, it's it was stopping a lot. So that kind of takes away from it, but I didn't mind it. We only had to wait 13 minutes to get on there, which considering that week, we've been there in the past and had to wait longer than that during Christmas week. And so I felt like that was a good amount of time. Yeah, for sure. And the weather was gorgeous that day. So your dad must have really enjoyed that ride. I always enjoy that ride. By the time we got off People Mover, we were feeling snacky because it had probably been a couple hours since we had eaten. And at Disney, that's an hour, that's days. We had some chill slash snack time. Mom, dad, and grandma found some spots at the lunch pad right underneath the people mover. From what they told us, they moved a couple different times and they finally got like a really nice shady spot because at this rate, the afternoon sun was beating down. Joey and I went and traveled a little bit back into Fantasyland. There was a pretzel and cheese that I really wanted. It was a huge pretzel at like Eric's Marketplace stand across from the Little Market, the Little Mermaid's ride. And I really wanted that. Joey went and got a Coke Zero. We got some popcorn refilled, all that stuff. And then pretty much we just had it out. I got a frozen Coke from the lunch pad. We were just living it up. 
I got the Coke Zero for Dad, to be clear. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he does not drink soda, everybody. Three, four years strong now. How many four? Coming up on five years. Okay, five years strong. He's doing great. So after the snack, then we went to our lightning lane at Buzz Lightyear Spin. And that if you live near a Six Flags is like the Scooby old Scooby-Doo ride. I think that's not even there anymore. It's no, Six it's Flags. something else. But anyway, it's a fun ride. And my mom was frustrated because she said she thought her gun was broken because it wasn't uh, getting scoring too many points. But it was fun as always. And uh, it was posted 45 minutes. We waited exactly four minutes and 30 seconds. So I'd say that was a really good wait time for us. And after that, it was time for dun da 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 Kaylee and Joey's ride on Space Mountain. And Joey just told you that that's like his uh, favorite ride he thinks at Disney World. At least it's in the running with Rise of the Resistance. And so there was a posted 60 minute wait, but they had a lightning lane. So they only waited. We waited eight minutes, but three minutes of that was just walking because that queue is so long. Yep, yep. And uh, when we were on that ride, uh, the people mover were still having some issues. And so the uh, the lights actually came on and the people mover. So that was pretty interesting. We could see some of the ride, but it wasn't as clear as like the Space Mountain lights being on. But it was just something interesting that happened. So then Brad and Joey went over to get Joey a Dole Whip. And while they were there, they decided to go ahead and do Haunted Mansion standby. It was posted a 45 minute wait time. They actually ended up waiting 48 minutes. And while they were doing that, Kaylee and mom and I went to Main Street and we went to the trading post. We just kind of showed her around in some stores and stuff. So she got a chance to look because she was really wanting to see what all those stores were on Main Street, which is interesting because it was her first time and it was not our first time. And she, we've never really taken the time to go in all those stores. So we did that and it was pretty fun. And then it was getting close to our time for Pirates of the Caribbean. We had a lightning lane for that. It was posted a 30 minute time but we got there in five because of the lightning lane and that was of course our second time riding it so it she already kind of knew what was going to happen but she enjoyed it well brad was able to move our plaza restaurant uh reservation up which ended up being awesome because it was also the time that the fireworks were going to be on however there was also a downside to it the people in the restaurant weren't getting out so that we could get our in our reservation because they wanted to watch the fireworks from the restaurant. So it was okay. We checked in and everything. And then in the middle of the fireworks show, they checked us into our table and it was perfect. We were right by the window, which was pretty cool. So we got to watch the fireworks from there. We ate the food there and it had been since 2010 since we ate there. So I know you guys real quick want to talk about how you liked it because you had Joey forgot about it completely and then Kaylee remembered about it but um she was talking about the food I really liked it um I just remember the huge brownie sundae we got like from 2010 that's what I remember because there's like a, a really nostalgic picture of Joey and I but mom and I actually decided to split a meal here and I thought that was like a really good choice for us because I wasn't starving from that huge snack time we had. So we ended up splitting a salad and a huge burger with fries. And it ended up being perfect because then we ended up splitting an ice cream dessert too. So we just split it all and it was perfect. Like I didn't feel over the top. Joey, you got um, a club sandwich, right? I have no idea what I got there. It has bacon on it. I'm looking at the pictures as we speak. I think you got a turkey sandwich with bacon on it, a turkey club. 
Trying to see if they could add cheese, I remember. Uh, Grandma got a clam chowder, I believe. Some sort of soup. And the salad here, I wanted to mention, was really good because recently I've taken a liking to the, the spice dill. And their dressing here was, the house dressing was dill-based. So it was really interesting. I don't think I've ever had a dressing that was dill-based. So I really enjoyed the salad. Grandma had turkey soup, by the way. Oh, turkey soup. Okay. Joey, what was what was the shake you got? Because Joey got a shake. We all got ice cream. I think I just got cookies and cream. Oh, cookies and cream? Yeah, because they really only had like four flavors. It was vanilla, strawberry, chocolate, cookies and cream. Gotcha. So after our meal was over, Kaylee went to purchase a gift for our friend Josiah that's been on the show before and has been to Disney World with us and while she was there she found herself a Disney travel mug as well correct yes I got one because I travel with Poppy to work every day and I was like I can justify this I will use it and I have used it every day of work since we came back from the trip so already worth the money and so when they came out of Starbucks and we were going on to Main Street the Schnope was going full force so that's Disney snow and the DJs were on the main stage of the castle and they were just prepping because this was the 30th of December. So they have two New Year's Eve's parties. This was one of them. And so they were just prepping for their New Year's Eve celebration at Disney World. It was a lot of fun and it was nowhere near as crowded as it's been in the past. In fact, it was semi-empty on the streets and we were really enjoying it. And that was one of the times that uh, we were photographers for a lot of families because they saw us taking pictures and they're like, can you take our picture? Can you take our picture? So we kind of, it was almost like we were working at Disney that night. So that was pretty cool. So we finally said goodbye after mom got her popcorn bucket filled for the very last time so she could have her popcorn for her ride home on the plane if it even made it that far. I don't even know. And we headed out and headed back to the condo so that they could get prepared for the next day, which they were leaving early, 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 which they can talk to. Yes, so we got back very late. There was a series of unfortunate events and we finally got into our condo, our room. Oh, I forgot about that. We were locked out. They sent somebody, the key was like wrong that they remade for us. It was a hot mess. Nonetheless, we made it into our room. We got very little sleep and we got up to leave for the airport. We left at 4 a.m. We had to wake up at three to make sure we were ready and packed up in the car to leave at 4 a.m. And so dad and mom graciously drove us on their last day of vacation. Uh, and so that was the end of our trip. We There was a long, long line when we got to the airport at first just to check in for Southwest. So we got really scared at first, but we actually were through and all we were at our gate probably within mm, 20 25 minutes of getting to the airport i would say it was not long at all it was very fast so from then on it was mom and dad's trip right so we left the airport and drove back to the condo and i think we were back at the condo before it was even 5 30 and uh but brad was hungry i'll let him talk about that so yes when we got back i scoped out the fridge and located joey's leftover White Castle. He didn't quite eat them all. So I was like, that looks good for a 5.30 a.m. breakfast. And Vic passed on those. <laughs> but they were very yummy. 
I have to say. They did. It smelled like White Castle when he heated them up. That was pretty hilarious. So then we went back to sleep for a little while just because it was so early. And again, we had had a long week, five days in parks and all kinds of fun things. But then later we decided to put on our suits and just go and sit by the pool like we did earlier in the week with Kaylee and mom or I did earlier in the week. It, the temperate, the pools are warm or they have warming devices in those pools but it was still just cool enough for us that it was perfectly fine just to sit there and enjoy the temperatures and chill out. And because of where we were staying, we were in the not as busy pool. So it was very relaxing, or I thought it was. And we could just sit there and doze off, read our phone, whatever. And um, we did that before we went to our New Year's Eve dinner. I had one at the restaurant at the top of Grand Casino Tower except for the more we started looking at it and the prices of the things, I wasn't sure that that was gonna be something that Brad would like, or even I would like, depending on what was the special of the day. And I knew Brad would like Boma and I saw a reservation for it. So I asked him and he's like, oh yeah, let's just go ahead and do that. So we went to Boma and if you remember right, Kaylee and I ate this buffet in October when we were on our girls trip. So I'm gonna let Brad talk about the Boma uh, meal. Yeah, so it is buffet, uh, but they do a good job of keeping it safe. Uh, you have to wear your mask anytime you go up to the buffet and when you're walking around. And they got carving station with prime rib and turkey. They also have fall off the bone ribs, rotisserie chicken. The salmon was good. It was topped with tomatoes. And it does have some African dishes, which I steered away from because I'm pretty mainstream. For those who like that stuff, looked good for what it was. Really good, really good flavors, and it's just a nice atmosphere. It really is. And the cool thing, and Brad didn't partake of the dessert bar, so I will talk to that. As Kaylee said, the desserts were amazing, but they're not so big that you feel guilty. You can get them and try a little bit of them and not feel so guilty if you're having a hard time picking between them. I did not get all the desserts this time like we did in October so we could try them all. Uh, but I did get a zebra dome for all my friends out there that are listening that love the zebra domes. And I even tried a chocolate chip cookie this time. Um, I have to say that I was sad about that. Those were not as good. Not after you've had a num num cookie from uh, Hollywood Studios or you've had a Gideon's cookie. The chocolate chip cookies there you could definitely pass on. But the meal overall was really nice. And the one thing that we liked was it was crazy busy when we were there at breakfast with Joey and mom but it was not crazy busy on New Year's Eve. I mean, there was a nice amount of people, but there wasn't nearly as many people as there could have been in there for New Year's Eve. Then after dinner, uh, Brad and I decided to explore a little bit. I'll let him talk about that. Yeah, they have a little sitting area outside that second level where you can kind of look over and see the animals. It's very cool. Uh, we saw giraffes, a zebra. It was just very peaceful. And we were starting to hear, I guess, some fireworks. Yeah, we could see them too. So this was New Year's Eve. So people were already gearing up for the big celebrations. So we started hearing all that. But it was very peaceful out there on that sitting area on the patio. Yeah, the weather was perfect. And there was rocking chairs, which just give me a nice night and a rocking chair. And I'm good to go because that was just, I think that's the plus of Animal Kingdom Lodge for sure. If you're wanting to go and you just want a vacation, not necessarily even to go to the parks, that would definitely be one of the resorts you'd want to stay at because it is much more slow paced than 
some of the other resorts for sure. Well, thank you family for joining us for the third part of our Disney trip, the third and final part of the Disney trip. A few final reminders before we sign off and that's if you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can simply email us at mousecapadepodcast at gmail.com or you can text us at 636-395-0544. If you would like to book a trip or just want a free quote, text us at that same number. You can make a reservation for a $200 refundable deposit. And you can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, or on our TikTok account, Your Story Travel. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish out the latest rumors, news, and chat with the gang. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, The Mousecapades Podcast. Well, family, I think it's about that time. Disney love and pixie dust. No capes. Just keep swimming. Have a magical day, my friends. <laughs>